you're listening to Take It Personally, a podcast about the personal side of business and the art of standing out. There. If you tuned in to the bonus episode that we had last week, you heard me sit down with my CPA, Courtney, and we talked all about the small business stimulus package and all of the different things that you need to know as a business owner. But I thought that it might be helpful to sit down with another business owner this week and just have a really candid conversation about what this really unique time can mean for business and how we can kind of get through it with our sanity and hopefully our business still intact because there's just there's so many unknowns and if you guys are like me one day you think you can take on the world and the next day you're having nervous breakdowns and I think that that's to be expected I think that it's normal but I have found a lot of comfort in talking with other business owners and honestly just other people who are experiencing the same thing that I am um, and just kind of learning from them and hearing what they have to say and that's really what this conversation is. Um, Jeremy Breck is with DJ Jer. He He's the owner of DJ Jer and he is an incredible business owner in the Sioux Falls area. I've had so much respect for him for a lot of years. Um, he is one of the premier DJs um, in Sioux Falls, certainly, but he's known nationwide for his incredible skills when it comes to not just DJing, but also lighting and design. And he's just a really, really skilled professional. He's also been in business, as he mentions, for 24 years, which if you've met him, seems totally impossible. (laughs) Um, But 24 years, and as someone who's been in business for eight years, I love talking with people who have been doing this longer than I have because they just always have so much value to offer. So that's really what this conversation is all about, and I hope you enjoy. Go ahead and just, for those who may not know you, introduce yourself. Yeah, my name is Jeremy Breck with DJ Jerry Events and Lighting Design in Sioux Falls. And uh, I have, I've been in business for, gosh, 24 years now, almost going on 24. Um, so it's, uh, it's been a really fun, uh, really fun journey for me here in the Sioux Falls area. That's awesome. And you have a team, correct? Yeah. So I actually started my company when I was 15 years old. And it was one of those things where I just kept building and building and, you know, um, creating network in Sioux Falls and realizing that, you know, we needed more team members to kind of develop into what we are now. Um, So right now we have about, you know, we've got a a good handful of full-time employees and then we also have a lot of part-time employees. And some of those will help us throughout the week um, doing if we have corporate events. And then also being a wedding business, uh, we have a lot of DJs that will go out on the weekends to you know, accommodate the, uh, the crazy wedding seasons. So, yeah. For sure. So as a business owner who's been in business for 24 years, have you ever, have you experienced recessions in your business or just otherwise hard times that you can kind of speak to? Yeah, that's a great question. So here, here's what I've kind of seen or what I feel is, is kind of the norm for Sioux Falls. Um, when you look at what our country or our nation goes through when it comes to a recession, you know, you look back in 2008 when the recession hit us um, after 9-11. I think we're very fortunate in Sioux Falls to have a very strong economy, no matter what the situations are across the rest of the world and in the country. And, you know, I think you can always rely on so many businesses in Sioux Falls. There's so many great businesses and so many great 
you know, there, there's so many great opportunities here. So I feel like the biggest thing that we hit was back in 2008, but I don't think we got near as rattled as a lot of the rest of the country just because we are, you know, there was a study that came out, uh, I think it was like three or four weeks ago that said Sioux Falls or South Dakota is one of the, or Sioux Falls is one of the most recession ready cities in the country. And I think we're like number eight or number 10 or something like that. And I mean, that's, that shows a lot of just the way our businesses function here in Sioux Falls. I mean, we, we, we work with each other. We network with uh, many businesses across this area, but we have good heads on our shoulders. You know, we, we spend our money correctly and we run our businesses really well. Definitely. Yeah. So what are some things, I guess I should ask, are there things that you have in place as a business owner that have maybe recession proofed is the wrong term, but have kind of um, helped your business. So if there are situations like a recession or obviously this coronavirus, which we couldn't have predicted um, that you kind of have in place helping you during times like this. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, So I got married, gosh, going on 15 years now. And one of the things that my wife and I did was before we got married, we actually took the Dave Ramsey financial peace course. And if you are not familiar with it, uh, if you're religious or not religious, I still recommend looking at the course. It is very religious based. So, um, you know, keep that in mind as you're going into this. But I can tell you that was one of the biggest things that we ever did before we got married. Um, and then also a couple years into our marriage, we retook the course just to make sure that we were on track and we were doing the things that we needed to. So we really made some good financial decisions, not just in our business, but in our, in our personal lives that has, I don't want to say made us, like you said, recession ready, but it definitely put us in a position that is a lot more comfortable for us right now. Uh, you know, being a business owner is very scary at this point because we're not just supporting, we're not just putting food on our tables, we're putting food and uh, on the, the tables of our employees. So it allowed us to kind of make the decisions and make the certain, uh, the certain cuts that we needed to, to make sure that our, our team was taken care of, that we're personally taken care of. And without, you know, without watching our finances the way we did with Financial Peace University, uh, this would be a whole different story for us. Uh, I would probably not be the person that you would want on this, uh, this conversation right now. <laughs> so um, there's, a, there's another thing too, and, and I don't have the book right here with me, but there is a... There's a book called um, Profit First, and that, again, is a book that I would highly recommend to so many individuals if you're a business, if you're not a business, um, for sure if you are a business. Um, But again, there's a lot of great resources that have kind of given me the opportunity to manage what we do in our business as well in our personal lives, and that's made a huge difference. So if someone's listening to this and they're in a spot where... um, the current disruption to the economy is really rattling their business to the point where they don't know if they're going to make it. Um, or even before all of this had happened, if they're in a place where they're in their um, day-to-day financially, what are some things that they can be doing? Perhaps not right now, but when, um, when this all, you know, improves a bit, um, what are some things that we can be doing that make it easier for us down the road? Yeah, great question. So one of the things that um, I I do kind of, I don't want to say on the side type thing, because I mean, if you talk about things that I do on the side, I have about 12 different projects. Totally. But uh, one of the things that I do is I actually provide education for DJs and, and uh, people in my industry um, across the country and across the world. 
And I'm actually doing a series right now of how to kind of work on your business right now and how to work on your business for the future. And the video that I actually just posted today, so I'm putting one out every, every weekday for the next, you know, however long this takes. Um, so hopefully I don't have to do too much education videos, but uh, the, the thing that I, I highly recommend with people is, you know, really think about your finances. And I, and I know a lot of people are, they're out of jobs and, you know, their jobs are getting cut back. And so you have to start managing your money a little bit better. But also my biggest thing that I'm going to recommend is manage your time. You know, I hear so many people that are like, well, you know, I can just Netflix binge and all that kind of stuff. Netflix is great, but it's not utilizing your time in the best, the best way possible. So a lot of the projects that we've been putting on the back burner for so long that we're like, oh, we'll get around to that when we have time. Well, you know what? We all have time right now. And so it's an opportunity for us to tackle some of these projects that we've been wanting to do and needed to do. Uh, we're getting a lot done in our business. And again, once this all kind of passes us, the things that we're going to have in place because we've managed our time well is going to put us in a much better position. So the big things is manage your time, manage your money, and also manage family time. Family, I think, is one of the most important things that people overlook when we're busy. Well, now we have time to find out and to understand how important our family time really is. So what are, I think those are all, those are all just spot on. And even in, you know, the eight years that I've been in business, the protection of my time and really creating a business around where I want to spend my time and how much time I want to spend has benefited me so much. And you don't, you don't see, I don't think enough people really looking at it from a time perspective as opposed to money, um, which are both, they're both very important, but um, I love that you said that. You know, and one of the things that, one of the things I recommend for, um, for people that, you know, they, they don't know how they can help each other out is, you know, if you have time, connect with the, the people that you wanted to connect with the people that, that, uh, might've made a difference in your business and now tell them, thank you, because without them, you know, this could be a different situation for them. Um, but really look to see how you can help other people in your market, in your industry. And, you know, be a, be the person to, to help somebody out if they're in need. Uh, one of the things that I look at, you know, we, we live off social events and I mean, you know, it, it's, we thrive for large groups of people and gatherings. Um, so for things to be shut down right now for us is definitely hard, but I can tell you again, the things that we've put into play and put into position have put us in a position that we're comfortable with. You know, we understand that things are going to be a little bit more difficult, but we have to be understanding. Um, you're probably seeing this as well. You know, all of these weddings that were currently scheduled for March, April, and May, you know, they're in a panic. And the best thing we can do as business owners is give them peace of mind. You know, communicate, not just with your, not just with your, your clients, but also with the professionals who are all involved. So that way you're working together and you're on the same page. And I'm not just talking within the wedding industry, but think about all the restaurants. And truthfully, those are the people that I really feel for right now. Because in our industry, we're fortunate that people can move their wedding day to a different quarter. You know, if we have our first and second quarter that's struggling, our third and fourth quarter can look really, really good. You know, granted, you know, I, someone had asked me before, I'm like, well, you know, I just won't have much lake time. But it's more about taking care of my clients at this point. And we're fortunate because we can move people from first and second to third and fourth. But when you look at restaurants, restaurants are struggling and they're going to struggle because people aren't utilizing their services right now. 
and they're not going to go into August and say, you know what, we didn't have we didn't have dinner in March there, so let's have two dinners this month. Exactly. Uh, yeah, such a good point. I, my heart goes out to all of those in the food industry. Um, so you know they have they talked about the support your local restaurants and things like that. Obviously, we have to make a difference by staying in our homes. Um, but you know, see if there's a way to make a phone call and say, Hey, can I get some, uh, can I get some restaurant cards or gift certificates? And you know, you don't have to leave your house to make a difference for those people. We'll get right back to the episode, but I want to take a minute to recognize our sponsor profile by Sanford. Have you ever wanted to make a lifestyle change, but it's just plain hard. I will admit that while I want to be a healthy human being, I much more easily fall into the camp of whatever makes me comfortable. Now that my family is mostly in self-quarantine mode due to COVID-19, all I want to do is watch Netflix and snuggle on the couch. (laughs) Big surprise, right? Lucky for me, I have Profile by Samford in my corner. Profile is a doctor-developed nutrition and lifestyle program that utilizes one-on-one health coaching to help members pursue, attain, and sustain a healthy lifestyle and ideal weight. They even have a program just for expecting and nursing moms, which is what I'll be following for most of the year. This program approaches a healthy lifestyle from all angles, and it's flexible. While I can't meet my coach in person anymore, we still have virtual appointments and I can order food to be directly shipped to my house. The protein bars and shakes are awesome for days I just don't feel like cooking another meal, (laughs) but I still need something to fuel my body. And the accountability is a game changer. Knowing that someone else is expecting me to make good nutrition choices and move my body makes it more likely I'll actually do those things. Don't get me wrong, it's still not easy for me, but Profile reminds me that it's worth it. You can use the code MADDIEPASHONG for $100 off your membership. Just head to the show notes at takeitpersonallypodcast.com for the code and more information. Now back to the episode. You've given some great advice already, but can you talk about any specific examples that you or your team is doing right now to reach out to those people, make those connections? How are you handling clients right now? Like, what does that all look like? Yeah. So we have been sending out emails and videos to all of our clients saying, you know what, we're here for you. We understand that this is a tough situation for you. People don't want to, they didn't book their wedding so that someday they could postpone and rebook their wedding. Um, so just really staying on top of things with them and, and helping them through this process because, you know, we've, we've had couples and that have just been in tears over this. And I mean, they, they, I shouldn't say they should be, but I, I completely understand that. And you have to be sympathetic with those people. Um, so we're just trying to manage as much as we can with them to make this as simple as possible. And uh, the, the thing that I encourage others to do is be sympathetic, be understanding. One of the things that uh, we've been trying to do is is make a community impact and reaching out. So the um, the light up Sioux Falls thing, we actually thanked uh, first uh, First Dakota Bank by lighting up their bank during that on Monday night. And again, it was a way to say, you know what, you guys have always supported us when it came to Christmas parties and other gatherings and other events that you do. So allow us to say thank you by doing this. We didn't charge them. It was just one of those things that we have <laughs> we have the time. And uh, we have the the equipment to do it. So it was was a great thing that uh, we wanted to do for them. Um, As well as, you know, so many kids, and I have three kids, and they're just cooped up in the house. And, you know, right now on a day like this, there's not a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of time being spent outside. 
but you know, we're working with hood magazine and every Tuesday, Thursday at 11 o'clock in the morning, we want to get kids active and get them excited about something. So we're doing a, a 15 minute dance party just to get them moving. Um, yesterday we had Anna and Elsa and Spider-Man kind of leading the dance party of that. So that was extremely exciting. Um, we're also working on the ties and tears virtual event that we're going to be doing on April 18th. So since we can't do ties and tears because it's a large gathering of people, we're actually going to have about eight different characters. So hero, uh, princesses, heroes, and we're going to have a dance party to kind of have this, you know, we're, we're still going to celebrate this, uh, this, this at the event. And um, I've reached out to both of the hospitals to hopefully stream that to the kids who are in the Sanford Children's Hospital as well as the Avera hospitals to again just put smiles on faces and, and give kids hope because this isn't this isn't anything that they can plan for or anything that they can uh, they can they can manage either. And don't you feel like you know services like that doing things where maybe you're not getting paid but you're giving back and you're helping the community yes, it's maybe not putting money in your wallet right now, but I would think that long-term it's just, it's, it's a, it's essentially a marketing strategy. Not that that's why you're doing it, but it can only benefit you long-term. Would you agree? Yeah. You know, it's not so much about financial gratification. It's more about the gratification of knowing that you can make an impact, especially in times like this, when people, uh, I, I want to say depression, but I mean, there's so much weighing on people right now. And this is a perfect way for us to utilize our talents and our team and, and the equipment we have and the technology that's out there. Um, if we can make a little bit of an impact now, you know, we're not looking, we're not looking for that to, to help us out down the road. We're just looking to make a difference when and where we can. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it, it does help you, even though it's not the goal, it, um, you know, my husband was saying this morning, um, it's difficult as a small business owner who is um, active in the event space or like does a lot of face to face with people because you obviously can't do that right now and you don't want people to like forget about you in this time off, right? Yeah. And I was telling him, I'm like, you know, there's, I think that there's ways around that though because there are, even though there um, may not be as many ways for us to make money right now, there are still ways that we can give back and make an impact present, absolutely make an impact be present in people's lives yeah 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 absolutely and you know one of the things that uh i i'm gonna do a huge shout out to my bank first dakota national because they truthfully they are going to be so overwhelmed and this is where i really encourage people you know if you're a small business owner and you're applying for the sba loans and the the paycheck protection. If you're doing these things, all I can say is please be patient with your banker because they don't know as much as you think they do. They don't have as much information as you feel like they should at this point because SBA or the government hasn't released everything. Mm -hmm. And you know, my, I'm very fortunate that my bank were they're a small bank and they treat me like a client. They don't treat me like, or they treat me like a person and not just another client. Um, so small banks, I, I can tell you that uh, Shauna down there who's helping me out has been amazing email after email. Hey, I'm thinking of you here. Make sure we're working on this, doing that. Make sure you're ready for this. And has just done a fantastic job, you know, to, to tell her thank you. Cause I know that she's like, I'm getting people yelling at me because of this and, and that, and you know, their job is probably the hardest job right now because your job and your income depends on them. And the more you stress them out, the more it's going to be difficult for them. So I sent Shauna a Starbucks $10 um, 
electronic uh, Starbucks card saying, thank you for everything you're doing, because without you, the Sioux Falls community would not be what it is today. It's so true. I did the same the other day with my accountant because I know, uh, and she'll be likely the episode before this one airs, so people will hear that. But um, we had a similar conversation this morning about how there is so much that CPAs and bankers don't know and people are expecting them to know and it's changing every day. And so, yes, I did the same. I sent her some Starbucks money because I know they've been, um, depending on their situation and where they work at, a lot of them have been working extra hours to just research what the heck's going on. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, all we can do is, again, we have to be patient. We have to be understanding, just like we talked about with our clients. Um, It's no different. They are trying to do the same for us. And if we're not understanding, imagine if your clients weren't understanding and forgiving. Okay, so we have to be the same. We have to be understanding. We have to be forgiving. Um, you know, originally when you had reached out to me about this, you had asked, you know, how are you so in tune with what's going on? Um, I have, I'm fortunate to have a great network of professionals across the country who we've been working on this even before this bill was signed. Um, we had people working on, you know, analyzing the bill and here's the things that you should be thinking about. Here's some things to get ready. Take advantage of this, but don't take advantage of this because eventually this is going to, this is going to happen, you know, 12, 12 months down the road. Um, so again, just make sure that you're doing your research. Your banker is not going to be able to answer every question for you. Your CPA is not going to be able to answer every question. Just find out what works best for you and your business. And, you know, then, then have those conversations with, here's what I'm thinking. Tell me if I'm on the right page. So I would love to talk about that for just a minute. Um, as, so as, as I said, I talked with my CPA this morning and that episode will air, which will be very helpful, I think. Um, however, I think it's also really nice to hear from other business owners who aren't you know, using CPA and bank language and that sort of thing. So do you feel comfortable sharing some like key takeaways that you are aware of from um, the SBA bill and all those things? Yeah, for sure. And, you know, the one thing, and this is kind of our disclaimer, like you and I talked about, um, (laughs) I'm not a financial advisor. Please don't come back after me if, you know, you picked the wrong plan or you you didn't, uh, or my my information wasn't 100% accurate. But um, so a lot of the... understand that we're recording this at noon on April 3rd and things could change. So, yes. Yeah, the the application changed four times within three days. So... There's a lot that can happen. There's a lot that can change. Um, so here's a couple things that people can start thinking about. There's the, the probably the most popular ones is the PPP or the paycheck protection. Um, that one's probably the number one if you are self-employed and you have a W-2. Um, if you are, if, and also if you have employees. The next one is going to be the EIDL, which is basically a loan. It's a $10,000 grant loan um, that will eventually need to be paid back. So if you say, I need money right now, and I don't want to jump through all these hoops, that's probably your best option. If you take a draw, that's probably the way you're going to have to go. Because when you do a draw, it's not going to show up in your W-2. From what I understand, it doesn't show up in your W-2 like a monthly wage or a bi-weekly wage does. Um, so if, you're, if you are a bi-weekly paid W-2 employee, and you also have W-2 employees as well, that aren't, you know, 1099s or part-timers, it's going to require usually most of your full-time employees. So this is where it's really extremely important that you've been doing your books right for the last year. Uh, 
we have, we're fortunate. We have a book, a bookkeeping company that actually takes care of all that just because we are a bigger business. I mean, we're not huge by any means. Um, but we want to make sure that our financials are done the way they should be. Mm -hmm. So if for some reason you have any questions on your financials, I would probably go hire a CPA and say, here's where I'm currently at with my, um, with my money from last year or my, my books have someone help you put it all in order so that way it makes sense. So if you have to submit this information, the information's accurate and you don't get audited because the last thing you want to do is throw any red flags up there that the government's going to question. So like I said, for, for most businesses, the PPP plan is by far the most, uh, it's probably the, the best option. The EIDL has so many different layers of it um, where like the PPP is going to take care of paychecks, it's going to take care of um, your mortgages, your rent, you know, those type of things. Um, but again, you have to accurately have that information in your bookkeeping because again, you don't want to throw up red flags and, and get an audit. Absolutely. One of the things that I thought was interesting after my talk this morning with my CPA was that, cause I um, was, without talking to anyone um, who was like certified and stuff like she is, I, from my research kind of pulled that I should be looking more at the PPP than the EIDL. And um, she made an interesting point, which this makes sense because I am um, not like not taking a draw and uh, like a single member LLC essentially. Um, the issue with that is because I am not doing payroll, like that's not something that I'm working on. I just do 1099 contractors. Um, it's a lot more difficult to, or could potentially be more difficult to prove that. Mm -hmm. So then you're looking at it possibly not being able to be forgiven, um, which absolutely makes sense. But I think that that's an important distinction because you've got people right now talking about this $10,000 grant and it could be a grant, but it could also be a loan. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of the, the, that's where the government kind of put the gray area in the SBA loans was, you know, possible forgiveness. And they're not going to guarantee that all these loans that they're giving out or all these grants and, and everything that they're giving out are going to be completely forgiven. Um, so again, don't go into this thinking, well, I can just take all this money and I'll never have to pay it back. There's a good chance that you're probably gonna have to pay some of it back or all of it back. So again, be open-minded that, you know, this isn't just a open bank account and they're just handing this money out. Um, there is a process and I can tell you, we, we just submitted our PPP um, information and it is a daunting process. They're going to, they're going to weed people out just because of this process. I guarantee it. Um, so again, be honest <laughs> and, and understand that this is not just uh, free money that they're giving out. There is a process and there's a possibility that you might have to pay it back, even if it is the payment protection. Absolutely. Well, is there anything else um, that you think is important to talk about right now um, or that you would like to share? No, I, I really think, uh, again, I can't thank the community enough for all of the work that we've been able to do with them in the past couple of years. Um, and without them, I mean, our business wouldn't have been ready for this. Our business wouldn't be able to sustain this. And so I encourage you to reach out to those businesses who have been there for you or clients that have been there for you that have allowed your business to even be a business or survive and send them a thank you, check in on them, see how they're doing. And 
it's not a, it's not a marketing strategy. It's just caring about other people mm -hmm. in our community. Um, so just reach out to people, communicate with people and tell them, thank you. Because right now, every type of hope that we can get is exactly what we need. I love that. You know, I think that, um, what this has done has is potentially exposed some gaps in a lot of businesses that we've been able to kind of get by with. Um, and then when something like this happens, that's not, not so much the case. And so my hope really is that the majority of us can come out on the other side and learn from this. You know, I know there are things that I'm going to be changing with my own bookkeeping and how, how much I pay attention to those things. And, um, yeah, so I'm I'm hopeful that the majority of us will survive, will come out on the other end and be better for it. Yeah, you're exactly right. You're, when uh, when I was talking to some of my colleagues across the country, I said, you know, I don't know if people can file like AFLAC or if they can file for, you know, insurance because of this situation. And, you know, one of the guys was like, well, um, you know, in their contract, it says that this is not covered due to virus or anything like that. So it's like, oh my gosh, even the insurance companies, they obviously had been through this in the past. So they were prepared <laughs> that this was not going to affect them and pay out insurance money and things. So this is a good opportunity, like you said, to fill those gaps, figure out where you can strengthen your business. So when business is back up and running, uh, you're gonna be at full force and you're gonna be ready for anything that comes your way next time this happens. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Jeremy. I have so much respect for your business and your tenure in business. And so I really appreciate you being here today. Thank you, Maddie. I appreciate your time. And I, I have a lot of respect for you as well. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to Take It Personally. If you're a regular listener, you might already know that some of the best conversations actually happen after the show. Head over to Facebook and search Take It Personally Podcast to join our private Facebook group and join the conversation. We'll also put the link in the show notes. And if you haven't already, would you head over to iTunes and leave us a review? This is the best way to let other people know about the show and help us to keep creating content you love. You can also head to takeitpersonallypodcast.com for all the show notes from today's episode and past episodes. Thanks so much for listening. See you next week.